This is Pilgrim Walk, where we discuss what it is to be holy in an unholy world. Pilgrim Walk is a ministry of Grace Covenant Ministries right here in sunny Central Florida. Hello everyone, this is your host, Rob Pineda, with Pilgrim Walk. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, something that is sort of an accumulation of what we've been talking about over the past few weeks. Uh, If you recall, our past weeks include things such as music and our holiness, and then TV and movies and the way we dress. And, you know, I started to realize something, and someone had actually sent me a private message on Facebook and brought up that they often have dealt, oftentimes have dealt with people that are um, Christians that are very worldly in their living, and they actually give them, trying to live a holy life, give them a hard time. They're somewhat judgmental of them. And I started thinking that, yeah, you know, that, that actually happens quite a bit. I mean, maybe you're trying to live this holy life, right? You're, you're trying to watch what you watch. You're trying to be careful what you listen to. You do care about your modesty and how you how you dress and, and how you display your body in front of others. You're very careful, not because you think you're better than anyone, but because you feel convicted about it. You God has put it on your heart to live a holy life, to be different than the rest of the world. And while doing that, maybe you are treated maybe unfairly or you're treated um, not very good by people that are actually professing Christians. It's actually a big problem. The church of Jesus Christ, and I'm talking about the universal church, Christians from all over the world, we are seeing a severe lack of any type of growth in their Christian walk. Their sanctification has been stunted in some way, and we can really see that in the way that people are living their lives. You have Christians where you really cannot tell that their life is any different. Sure, they throw in some verses here and there. Um, Maybe they go to church or youth group or things like that, but yet everything else about their world is, or about their life is so worldly, and you just really don't know what to think. Maybe you feel alone a lot. And, you know, we talked about feeling alone uh, weeks, many weeks ago now, and how you would be alone if you're trying to live a holy life, because, you know, the world doesn't like us, the world hates us. But what about when it's other Christians? That's a difficult thing, isn't it? It's a real difficult thing. First Corinthians 10.31 says, and we've read this one before, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. We have to ask, are we giving all to the glory of God? This does not mean you're not going to sin. I I wish I could say that we could get to a point in this life where we are sinless. As a Christian, we sin less possibly in many ways. But remember, we are still in need of God's saving grace every day millisecond of our lives because we are sinful. We gravitate towards sin. And yes, our desires do change 
as we become believers and as we grow in the faith. And, you know, we are new creatures. So, yeah, we do have uh, – there is a difference. At least there should be. But what about Christians that you see that they don't seem to be giving all the glory to God? I mean they're dressing just like the world. They're displaying themselves just like the world. They're listening to all the worldly music, and then they justify these things, right? That's part of the problem. They'll say, ah, oh, well, you know, uh, I know they're not believers, but it's okay because they're, they're pretty good people, and you hear stuff like that. And it just shows the lack of sanctification in their lives because we can go to Romans chapter 3, and we see no one is good. Anything that is good in our lives is a result of Christ and Christ alone. This isn't a new issue where you have believers that are people that are professing to be believers that are living these very worldly uh, lives and doing very worldly things and not really seeming to have much care in the world about it. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 1 through 4, and I'm going to read this, and just, just listen to this. See if this doesn't sound like something that we're maybe dealing with and talking about right now. So again, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now... You are not yet ready, for you're, you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? I really like that part in the very beginning in verse 1. Um, I could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants, in Christ. This is Paul talking to the church, and he's calling them infants. Now, obviously, when someone first becomes a believer, when they when they first come to faith, right, they're, they're learning. They're new. They're brand new. They are like little infants. They're trying to figure things out. They are um, oftentimes, you know, they're convicted, but they don't really know what to do. And then we're supposed to come alongside them as, as more mature believers and, and help them. I mean, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? We're supposed to help each other. We're supposed to disciple them, teaching them to observe, as it says in the Great Commission. And discipleship is something that is sorely lacking in the church today. And we can see the ramifications of weak or just no discipleship within the church or within churches locally. We see it. I've been a Christian for a long time, and I've not always acted like a Christian. I have, I have fallen in my life. Um, it's only by the grace of God that, that, that I was able to get up, and it, I wasn't even getting up on my own. Christ literally had to pick me up because I was not willing. I was throwing a tantrum basically in my Christian life and uh, many years ago, and God had to raise me up. By his power, because in my in myself, in my own power, it just wasn't going to happen. But I tell you this. I have grown as a Christian in my life. And while I am not perfect and I'm still working things out, 
There are still things that, you know, I'm trying to shed. I want to be more the way Christ wants me to be. I want to be more uh, acting my life, and, and I want my life being transformed more and more and more every day into the image of Christ, not the image of the world. When Christians are acting worldly, they are trying to, to somehow stay in the world and yet have this sort of uh, weird little spiritual – it's not even Christianity. It's just having this form of, of, of spiritual life, but they don't want to leave the world. They want to do all the things that we've been talking about over the past few weeks. They just want to watch what everyone in the world's watching. They want to act like the way the world's acting. They want to do everything the way the world is doing. Of course, you know, they'll keep some things aside because, well, you know, that's that's sinful. Yet not realizing the very fact that the for, the, the fact that they are pursuing worldly endeavors is leading them away from what Christ desires in their lives. The world is not going to make you a happier person. You might think it is. But Rob, I want to be fashionable. I want to be liked. I want to be beautiful or handsome or whatever it is. And the world offers me that opportunity. I'll get all the attention from these people. The problem is, is the attention we're getting is a worldly attention. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Again, I mean, we were just we're in First Corinthians. We just read uh, chapter three, verses one through four. But I want to go a little further in that same chapter and read verses eight, eighteen through nineteen. It says, "Let no one deceive himself. And if anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God." For it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. I want to focus on for the wisdom of this world is folly with God. You might be very worldly in your life. You might do everything. There might be not really much of a difference. You just kind of throw a verse in and maybe on social media say, oh, I'm a, I'm a Jesus girl or I'm a Jesus guy. And, you know, it's very superficial. There's nothing deep in your life at all. You have a lot of examining to do in your life. You need to look at yourself and examine yourself daily and see, are you in the faith? Because if your only pursuit is worldly things and worldly affections, and there's not really anything of God, yeah, you like the feel-good verses, but that's about it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to start looking. Don't wait. Don't wait. You've got to look now at your life while you have time. You may not be a believer if all your pursuits are for worldly things. You might not be. But Rob, but Rob, but Rob, I did this and I did that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what you've done. What has Christ done in your heart? Break free, friends, from the world. I know the world will offer a lot of enjoyment. The world will offer you wealth. It'll offer you self-esteem. You'll feel good about yourself when you have all the accolades from the world. 
When you're living like the world, you're going to fit in and have lots of friends. When you're of the world, everything's you know, going to go right for you, but you're, yet you're going to have the same drama of the world as well. Remember, there is not everything of the world is all dandelions, at least the way it appears. I mean, there's a lot of drama, isn't there? Folks, break away from the world. I plead with you, don't go your whole life trying to be liked and trying to be popular and trying to look good and trying to just please yourself and your own desires. It will only lead to destruction. Sure, you might live many, many years. You might really live your best life now. But is that what you want? You think it is. But I can tell you now, if you're living your best life now, you might not be en route to heaven. Now, does that mean God doesn't bless us in this life? No, of course God does. He does. He does bless us in many, many ways. But I can tell you this. The Messiah himself said, in this world, expect trouble. We are going to have problems on this earth. Things are not supposed to go right. Yeah, it's stressful. I mean, who wants to have a bad time on this planet, right? Who wants to have money problems and not have a lot of friends and not seem to have all this enjoyable atmosphere surrounding us 24-7? The world seems to offer that through its entertainment and parties and this and that. And, and wow, you could just be so liked and loved by everybody. Who wants to be alone when we can have all that? But you know what reminds me of a story? And you may have heard this story. Right, It's the temptation when Jesus is on the mountain and the devil shows up and says, all these kingdoms I will give you if you just serve me. Who are you going to serve today? Are you going to serve yourself or are you going to serve Christ? Are you going to serve the world and so-called friends? Or are you going to serve Christ? You have a big decision to make. I know it's not easy. I know it's not always fun. I know it's difficult and it is lonely. But ladies and gentlemen, you will live on this earth a few years. And before you know it, you're in eternity. And eternity is a lot longer than the time you're going to spend on this planet. Sometimes we have to die to ourselves. As a matter of fact, we're called to die to ourselves. We are called to die to ourselves. And by dying to self, we can live in Christ. I hope you'll take this to heart. I know it's not easy. I know life is so – and right now with the, all the COVID and restrictions and people want to be with other people, especially younger people. And sometimes they want to do things that they know they shouldn't do, but they know that if they don't do them, well, they're not going to be as liked. You know, that you have young Christians today with foul language and, and living just like the world. You would never know there's anything different about them. They wear a shirt that says, I love Jesus on it, and, and that's about as Christian as they really are. folks. 
Take this to heart. Don't mess around with this. It's just too important. I do hope and pray that you and your families are well. Join me next week, and we'll continue on in our discussions on holiness and living a holy life in this very unholy world. Thank you for joining us today on Pilgrim Walk. For more information, go to our site at www.gracecm.org.